The Webs of Time by Raymond DeLong Part 1 I came as quickly as I could, Cardinal Jarek. I trust this is a matter of some urgency. It is? Being the Chief Law Lord of Gallifrey does not automatically make my services at your beck and call. If you are finding that the duties as Keeper of the Matrix are becoming too much of a burden on you, Dyson, I'm quite sure we could accommodate and find someone else to take the position off your hands. Cardinal, if this is as important as your message portrayed, then I'm sure you would like to present the problem to me without wasting any further time. I have been researching certain case histories via the Matrix. I have noted your requests. You have been spending quite a lot of time with the Matrix. Is there something in particular you have been looking for? I am quite certain you would be bored with such trivial matters. The reason that I called you was that, while I was pulling some ancillary files, I began to notice some distortion in the record banks. What? As if some of the data was degenerating. That's quite impossible, I assure you. The integrity of the Matrix is without question. Hence the reason I asked you to come. With urgency. I was sure you would want to investigate this personally. What files were you accessing? That is the second problem. The distortion does not seem to be persistent. When I attempt to access the file again, the record is whole. Show me a log of the databanks you have been accessing. That may be breaching several- When it comes to the inviolability of the Matrix, I have absolute authority here. The logs, if you please, Cardinal. You said that each time you pulled the file a second time, the data was intact. Yes. Except here, and here. I did have to pull those a third time. This could be important. I would like you to access the following files. Pull each one up, and let's see if there's any loss of integrity. Possible? The Matrix has become corrupted. How? I don't know. It would seem that the damage is coming from a single source, though. If we can track it down, we may be able to isolate it before the corruption can spread further. What's that? I found it. The fault is coming from a single data point. I have isolated the relevant stream, and the matrix should be secure. But... But? That leaves us the problem of this particular stream. Why is it corrupted? What damage will it cause? And how do we stop it? Whose stream is it? It must be a Time Lord. The Matrix continually monitors and records the lives and experiences of every Time Lord ever born. If the databank of this particular Time Lord is corrupted to such an extent that distortion is breaking out and branching to other data streams, then there must be a serious problem with this particular Time Lord's time stream. What will be the result if we cannot correct the problem? Well, as far as the other time streams are concerned, nothing. The distortion you saw was merely corrupted data. However, as far as the source time stream is concerned, I'm afraid the problem is a bit more serious. The distortion is an effect of damage to this particular time stream itself. If we are unable to stop the degeneration of the time stream, this time lord will be erased from existence. Whose stream, Keeper? Whose stream will be erased? According to the identification number A123-2340, the Time Lord in question is none other than... The Doctor. The Doctor? You know of him? I have come across his record numerous times. 
is nothing but a renegade and a troublemaker. It would seem that at last justice has finally caught up with him. While I would normally share your view, Cardinal, I'm afraid that there may be some extenuating circumstances in this particular case. The doctor has been condemned to death for his crimes of interference on at least four occasions. There are no extenuating circumstances. If I may, Cardinal, the doctor has been of invaluable assistance in the past. His erasure could have grave consequences to Gallifrey. Grave? His record shows that he's done nothing but thumb his nose at everything we Time Lords believe in. Interfering in races, affecting outcomes of natural development, circumventing the laws of cause and effect for lesser beings, thus changing the courses of their societal evolution. Universally, we'll rid of such a meddler. I'm afraid the record is not entirely accurate regarding the Doctor's history, Lord Jerry. What? Several times in the past, the Doctor's direct actions have saved Gallifrey from invasion, takeover, and regrettably, even the consequence of our own actions. Preposterous! The record- By order of the High Council, the record of the Doctor's involvement has been altered for public benefit. It would not do for the general populace to know that someone who operates outside the laws of Gallifrey has been Gallifrey's savior so many times. Inconceivable! Would you rather have it be official history that we Time Lords had to rely on a lawbreaker to save us from threats that we should have been able to counter ourselves? What do we do? I am accessing the Doctor's data stream. We need to see how far the damage has progressed. Professor Quaid developed the Renola virus. Maybe he created an antivirus. But you say he disappeared shortly after the first colonist was infected. That's true. But since the colony is in quarantine status, no one has been allowed to leave. Then Quaid is still on the planet. As far as we know. Right. And we have two hours to find him, or every colonist on this planet will die. That point in the stream seems to be intact. I may be able to help you there, Commodore. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. If you'd rather I left it to Mr. Rudd. The passenger in cabin six sent for the doctor. When we got there, he was gone. The damage is greater than I thought. The degradation is occurring in multiple points in the doctor's time stream at once. We have very little time before irreversible damage occurs. What if we attempt to correct some of the damaged sections? That may buy us some time until we can determine the root cause of the problem. There would be no way for us to know what the original data was. Unless... No! I absolutely forbid it! We have no choice. If we are to repair the time stream, we have to have the first-hand knowledge of someone who was there. Of course, Cardinal. Do you have any other suggestions? Unfortunately, I do not. Then the question is, which one do we select? Bring up an image of the first incarnation. Susan and I are cut off from our own planet, without friends or protection. But one day, we shall get back. Yes, one day. He is not likely to be very cooperative. What about the second one? I was wondering where that had got to. You haven't been trying to play this, have you? Oh, I can see you've been doing the TARDIS up a bit. Hmm. I don't like it. No. This genius is offset by his buffoonery. You persuade me to allow you and Miss Shaw to attend this project as a Allows? Look, Miss Shaw may have the misfortune to work for you, Brigadier. I am a free agent. Having just been marooned on Earth, this one is not likely to be any more agreeable than the first. What about this one? 
Mother, dear, shall I die? Yes, my darling, by and by. One, two, three, four. Too unpredictable. Deep breaths. Well done, Adrian. Oh, why couldn't we just walk? Gotta be fit to crew the TARDIS. Trim time ship and a ship-shaped team. This one has possibilities. It appears to be a bit calmer and more reasonable than the others. I think we should continue in case we find a more suitable candidate. Agreed. Whatever else happens, I am the Doctor. Whether you like it. No! Ground crew, hands up! About time to! Call yourself Royal Marines? You're a disgrace. Those boots are filthy. What would happen if the Germans attack now? Sorry, sir. In fact, how do you know we're not Germans? Well, answer me. We don't look like Germans, man. I don't suppose you know what Dr. Judson's office is. Never mind. This way. Yes, sir. I would recommend against this one. He seems to always have an agenda of his own. Great. Let me in, we can sit down, we can have a cup of tea, we can talk about this reasonably. Sure, Time Lord Earthling. Yes, that's right, I am a Time Lord. Well, I thought you were a doctor. Oh, so you're a doctor. This is getting us nowhere. What about that one? Who are you? I'm the doctor. Doctor who? Oh, no one of any great significance. Just the doctor who's going to stop you. Well, that depends on whether that one man has been able to acquire your energy generation unit or not. Where did you get that? Right from under your nose. Wherever you Rutans keep that sort of thing. Return it immediately. Return the villagers. Never! Well then, it seems I found myself a nice little paperweight. Though I must admit, I do admire your technology. I can't quite figure out how something so small could generate enough energy to power your vessel. It automatically collects the ambient electrical energy from the surrounding area. Fascinating. And periodically releases it as a concentrated bolt. Ah! You should be more careful, Doctor. Make sure you deactivate your little acquisition. Such oversights can be deadly. Now, we shall negotiate on my terms. His is a very forceful persona, not easily controlled. She's had an accident. She keeps mumbling something about a robot. Come on. Robots. That leaves Anderson, Franklin, someone we don't even know about yet. We haven't got any leads. Anderson is presumed dead. Franklin is missing. Turn about for square two. What about your robot? Let's go to my office and I'll explain. This one seems to be of a somewhat reasonable disposition. Perhaps... Let's see what else we have to work with out there. Before your very eyes, I will show you the disappearing cabinet of swords. First, I remove the tablecloth without once disturbing the items set upon it. Like so! 
never happens to David Copperfield. This one's hardly any better than that little fellow with the check trousers. Next. What a noble gaze. My face exudes nothing but warmth and wisdom. I've often found myself lacking this in some form or another in my previous incarnations, but I do believe I've finally achieved perfection. Oh, I've seen enough. I wouldn't trust any of them out of my sight. We have to make a choice, Cardinal. Very well. That one. The one with the scarf. This one? No, no. The other one. The one without the silly hat. I've never forgiven that first one for bringing that savage alien to Gallifrey. I'm not gonna let him come back and bring who knows who else with him a second time. Very well. It is decided. is not supposed to be Marcus Marcus yes doctor ow what are you doing go my ear explain this what you tell me well I'm not mistaken that is your 874 system and and what it's like it's working perfectly congratulations doctor you finally managed to repair some of the TARDIS managed to repair now see here I had nothing to do with it Kevin may be quite adept as a surgeon, but I doubt his field of expertise extends to temporal mechanics. And I'm quite sure K-9 didn't touch anything. That only leaves one suspect. Care to take any guesses? Now look, Doctor. The 874 system is what allows your TARDIS to remote upgrade itself. You could be running a Type 65 at least. Still antiquated by anyone's standards, but at least it would be a step up from what you have now. And what, pray tell, is wrong with my TARDIS? K-9. Current system status, alpha circuit offline, degradation of parallel conductors at 45%. Well... Rising, levels 43B through 61F closed, sublinear panotropic net currently working on secondary backup. Yes, K9, thank you. Temporal buffer. K9. Master. No chocolate ball bearings for you tonight. You put him up to that, didn't you? Certainly not. Well, it doesn't matter. For your information, I quite like my antiquated TARDIS just the way it is. So if you would do me another favor and put it back the way you found it, I would be ever so grateful. Very well, Doctor. I'll have to go get a sledgehammer, though. Very funny. A toolbox will do. All right. I don't see why. Time bolts. Give them an inch and they'll take the universe. <clears throat> All right, now, let's see if we can get you back to shape of thing. Doctor, I found this old chameleon circuit in the back of the storage closet, and I was wondering if... Doctor? Where are you? Speaking of time lords who go too far... Welcome back to Gallifrey, Doctor. Dyson, isn't it? And wearing the color of the Matrix Keeper. My, my, you certainly have gone up in the Citadel. And I'm sure you remember Cardinal Jerick. Uh, yes. We've met on occasion. Your last two trials, if I remember correctly. Come now, Counselor. Cardinal Jerk, Chief Law Lord of Gallifrey. Yes, of course, Cardinal Jerk. What say we let bygones be bygones, eh? All water under the bridge. How about a jelly baby? Doctor, we've brought you here on a most serious matter. Oh, come now. Everything is serious to you lot, isn't it? 
What's the matter? President get himself another hangnail? If it were not for the Keeper's insistence, I would have been more than happy to leave you to your fate. And I am quite the mind to send you back as it is. I think we can quite cope with whatever consequences might come as the result of your demise. Demise? Well, you've certainly got my attention. What are you talking about? There is a corruption in your time strength, Doctor. Something has happened which is causing your timeline to degrade. If we cannot find the source and stop it, your lives will be erased. How is that possible? We do not know. Until we do, we need your help. You are the only one who is able to repair the damaged data and buy us time to repair the timeline. You either will know what has happened and thus provide us with the correct occurrence of events, since you were there, or you will intuitively know what you will have done, should the sequence involve a future episode of your time stream. This is your life you are fighting for, Doctor. I trust we will have your cooperation. I think we should begin by showing the Doctor exactly what the problem is. Princess, the Doctor and Kevin are here at your request. Send them in, please. Well, how are you doing? There's an awful lot of preparation before getting coronated. This is the only piece I've had since we've got here. Well, maybe we should let you rest for a spell. I'm afraid I couldn't if I tried. I'm so nervous I can't even eat. That's expected. Well, if, if you're not going to eat it, do you mind if I do? Anything to eat in a while. Go ahead, help yourself. I see. Any theories? None. Up until now, we haven't even been able to establish a pattern. Well, I guess I'd better start buying you that time you needed. We will begin a pattern scan of your timeline. Concentrate, Doctor. You must restore the pathway exactly the way it was, or there could be... unfortunate consequences for you. Do you understand? Well, when you put it that way... Well, they're all over the place. They tunneled their way out. Maggots are some sort of larvae. And not the finished product. They're trying to find their way to daylight. They must be coming up some of the old shafts in the mine, breaking through the last few feet of earth. But how did it happen? Oil waste from global chemicals must have contaminated some of the maggots, causing an atavistic mutation. Giant maggots? Well, what kind of insects are they going to turn into? That's a very good question, Joe. No damage. If you want to. It will not affect this. Affect this? Oh, it's a yo-yo. It's a game. I thought you were enjoying it. Enjoying it? You said I had to keep it going up and down. I thought it was part of the magic. Magic, either. Magic? I know, I know. There's no such thing as magic. Exactly. To the rational mind, nothing is inexplicable. Only unexplained. No damage. How is Leela doing? I've always meant to check up on her. The time stream, Doctor. Please keep your attention to the task at hand. You were a lonely boy growing up, weren't you, Derek? I believe we found one. Concentrate, Doctor. You must be absolutely accurate in your repair, or the timeline will become irrevocably Doctor, damaged. Look behind us! The Dalek ship! Go as fast as you can! Fly 
section of the timeline has been restored. There are many others, I'm afraid. Your work has only begun. Let us try another section. These people are known to you, I believe. What are you doing here? They're two of my school teachers. Is that your excuse for this unwarrantable intrusion? You had no right to invite them here. I blame you for this, Susan. You would insist on going to that ridiculous school, I warned you. Grandfather, Is this a... really where you live, What is wrong with it? It was just a box. Perhaps. But it can't be. It was. You saw it. You see, I knew this sort of thing would happen, you stupid child. Wait a minute. I don't remember that. This is from your past. You must remember it. But I don't. I mean, I do. But that's not what happened. What are you saying? That the biodata has been altered? This could be most grave. If the time stream has become so distorted that it is attempting to reassemble into new patterns... What will happen to those who are part of the affected changes? I don't know. Bring up another section. Doctor, are you sure this is a good idea? Bumping around in the dark looking for creatures to suck energy out of a power plant isn't exactly my idea of a fun evening. Doctor! Doctor, I think we found them. Or they found us. Doctor, where are you? That's not right. I was there. Bring back the image. What's happening to Victoria? We've locked onto another section that is distorting. Bring it up. coming good. Dara, is this who we're looking for? Destroy that machine. You have committed huge crimes against the community and must be punished. Those who would live against the community must be put down for the greater good. Prepare to be deleted. Something's wrong. I was supposed to be there. To warn them. To save them. And with you gone, your friends are the prisoners of the process. What do I do? How can we save them? What can I do? In The Webs of Time, Doctor Who was played by David Siegel. Keeper Dyson was Chip Jameson. Lord Jarek was Thomas Jimenez. Marcus was Patrick Stalling and Victoria Mobley was Peggy Smith. Script editor was Fawn Adamson. Title music by Mark Aries. Graphics by Who3D. Story by Raymond DeLong. Additional script by Timothy Roberson. Special sounds by Chip Jameson. Produced by Thomas Eminence. Executive Producer, David Siegel. Directed by Thomas Eminence. 
number 27 TW3 2002 Everlasting Films